Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. It's great to have you again. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about prayer, and uh, today we're going to talk about the Our Father. So, uh, in Scripture, the, the disciples went to Jesus and asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. Yeah, the Catechism, of the, obviously the Our Father is a paradigm prayer. Jesus taught his uh, disciples to pray the Our Father. The Catechism of the Catholic Church devotes a large part of the section on prayer to the Our Father, so important it is. And part of its importance is to remind us that God is our Father. He is our merciful and loving Father. He cares for us. He protects us, he defends us, he rescues us. His uh, providential care is at work in our lives always. So when we pray the Our Father, we uh, need to remember that we're praying to our Heavenly Father, who is the source of all good, the source of all life. Um, He is the source of all that. He's the source of all life, even the source of divine life, even the source of life in the Trinity. Um, and uh, he um, he loves us, and so uh, we start with that when we pray the Our Father. And um, you know, uh, I know that uh, some people don't like to call God Father because of uh, maybe a bad experience they've had with their own father and fatherhood, or because of some feminist er- erroneous feminist uh, philosophy. But um, that that's unfortunate because that's who he is, our father. That's not his, that's, you know, that's not simply, uh, that's not an analogy, uh, or it's not a metaphor, rather. It is an analogy, it's a proper analogy, but it's not a metaphor. It is, uh, he truly is father. He is, and, and through the grace of baptism, he is our father. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, then uh, um, the Our Father goes into the seven petitions. Um, the Catechism of the Catholic Church spends a bit of time on each of the seven petitions, the first being, Hallowed be thy name, the second, thy kingdom come, the third, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, the fourth, give us this day our daily bread, the fifth petition, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The sixth petition, lead us not into temptation. And the seventh petition of the Our Father, deliver us from evil. And these are all very important aspects of the Our Father that we ask him for the things that he needs, that we need. That in his providential care, he gives us the good things that we need. And it's important that as we pray the Our Father, we think about each of the seven petitions uh, in the Our Father. Mm-hmm. 
So when the disciples came and asked Jesus to help us to pray, the first thing he did, of course, is point to his Father. And that's why uh, you mentioned earlier that humility is acknowledging that the only way to the Father is through Jesus. And I think it's interesting to note that in the Our Father, Jesus' name is not mentioned, or he's not even alluded to. And so again, in humility, on behalf of Christ, he points us uh, to his Heavenly Father. Yeah, because um, through the grace of baptism, we have been united with Christ. We share in his sonship. What he is by nature, we are by adoption. We become sons of God. And so God is our Father. God doesn't change. We change. We now become adopted sons of God. And that means we can call him Father. Uh, We do, in a special way, we call him Father at the Holy Mass. And so the Our Father uh, has a particular um, part to play in the Holy Mass, where um, we truly do unite ourselves with the risen Lord Jesus Christ in his prayer to his Father. Now, uh, so the first petition of the Our Father, Hallowed Be Thy Name, recognizes God's that God, who is completely beyond us, has in his mercy and in his love sent his Son to save us from our sins. And so we need to um, recognize that God, uh, his name is holy, and that means we should not take God's name in vain. <laughs> you know, it's it's one thing to cuss, and that's bad enough, but to cuss by taking God's name in vain, that is reprehensible beyond imagination. And that's something we have to keep in mind. In fact, there's the Holy Name Society, which has as its um, mission to protect the Holy Name of God, and the Holy Name of Jesus. Orthodox Jews won't even say the name of God, won't even pronounce God. They're so It's so holy, his name. And then the second petition, Thy Kingdom Come, we ask that our lives, that God give us the grace we need so that our lives truly reflect being his sons, his sons and daughters, so that his, so we're part of his kingdom. He's in charge of our lives. The third petition, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that when, whenever we think or do something, we always seek God's wisdom first. Mm-hmm. Does this fit in being his sons or daughters, does this fit in being members of his kingdom? And then the fourth petition, give us this day our daily bread. God supplies all the good things we need. And we should always seek the good things of this world in accord with God's wisdom. Because if we don't seek the things of this world in accord with God's wisdom, even though those things may be good in themselves, they will destroy us. And then the fifth petition, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgiveness, we need to ask for forgiveness for our sins, and we need to show forgiveness to others because that is part of our mission. Part of our mission, God sent his son Jesus into the world to forgive sins. He died on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. When we come to Mass... God forgives our sins, and he asks us, 
And the only thing he asks us in return is that we forgive others uh, the, the wrongs they have done to us. And the sixth petition, lead us not into temptation. That's why when we go to confession we um, and we say the uh, uh, confidior, we say um, we talk about the near occasion of sin, that we avoid even the near occasion of sin. And then uh, the seventh petition, deliver us from evil. So that when we do sin, Lord, we ask that you help it not to be a habit pattern of sin, Mm -hmm. that it doesn't take over our lives, that your mercy and forgiveness will always have the last word in our lives. So those those are great ideals, but uh, just like God's will be done and not mine, not my will be done, I have this bad habit of always wanting to have my way. I want things the way that I want them to be, and I want them on my timetable. <laughs> and again, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to see that God's in control of everything. I'm, I'm virtually in control of nothing except my willingness to seek God's will and my willingness to try and understand what it is God wants me to do today to love him and to serve him. And, you know, that's to me that's trying to be Christ to others. It's trying to live the Ten Commandments in holy love. And it's seeking the will of God. Now, I, he doesn't send me a Western Union to tell me what it is he wants me to do so that I know clearly or an email that I can read and say, okay, Tim, I want you to do this today for me. So that's where I have to go with my uh, my gut instinct or my intuition where I'm, I'm, I'm on the lookout. My antennas are up. I'm, I'm on the lookout for seeking God's will. I don't always know what that is, but I think in the act of striving to do God's will and seeking to do God's will, that that in itself is pleasing to God. Sure, and and that's why God gave us human intelligence. God expresses his will for us or makes his will known to us through human intelligence. We need to use our human intelligence and our human creativity uh, together with the grace of the sacraments, and that's how we come to know God's will. Now, when the Our Father, you know, the Our Father is the charter for freedom. God made us free, and he wants us to be free. And this is the charter for freedom. When, Especially when we say, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Who are the freest people in the universe? People in heaven. People in heaven. They are the freest people. The saints, the Blessed Mother, Jesus, God. These are the freest of anybody. And so this is a charter for freedom. Look, you want to be free? Then do God's will just as it's done in heaven, and you will be free. See, freedom is not so much about doing our will. Why? Because our will uh, can be corrupt. But God's will is not corrupt. And his will will always bring us perfect freedom. And as I say, we come to know his will um, through uh, human intelligence and human creativity elevated by uh, the grace of the sacraments, the grace of Jesus Christ. That's awesome. Is that something that St. Thomas Aquinas taught? St. Thomas Aquinas taught that. I only, hey, look, 
I I am St. Thomas through and through. There's nothing there's nothing I say that I haven't learned from St. Thomas Aquinas. Awesome. Cuz freedom's an important thing. Too many people think that freedom is the ability to do what I want when I want with who I want. But as you correctly point out, free, true freedom is aligning our wants and needs and desires and our will with God's will. Because freedom is being free from sin. You know, there there is no true freedom apart from being free from sin. Because sin, sin enslaves, grace frees. And uh, that's the, the deception of the devil from the beginning of the world has been that you're not free unless you can sin. Well, th- that's ridiculous. Because Jesus couldn't sin, and yet he was perfectly free. Mm-hmm. Mary could sin, but she did not, in fact, due to the grace of the Immaculate Conception. Awesome. We've been listening to Father Greg Maturi as we talk about the Our Father. Uh, Father, can we have your blessing before sure. we go? Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us. Fill us with your wisdom and love so that we always may know and experience your presence in our life, your divine providential care. Amen. Amen. We have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived. And we now are podcasting all of the new shows. You can subscribe right on our website, livingbreadradio.com. Go to the programming tab and click on, click on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. May God bless you and yours, and God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.